Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. Today we find out more about Singaporeans' opinions towards the upcoming plans for Singapore to push for more EVs in light of the government's 2030 Green Plan. Joining us to provide those insights is Fu Chuan Ren Eugene, Chief Operating Officer from Motorist Eugene. Welcome to the show. Hello, it's good to be here. It's, a, it's great to have you now. Prior to the budget 2021, could you tell us what the adoption of EVs had been in Singapore? Yes. Um, so actually, it started back, the question was really raised uh, way back in 1994, where a uh, question was asked, uh, can EV actually replace uh, IC, ICV, which is the internal combustion engine vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, NSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only in uh, twenty. Oh, nine, that uh, a task force was set up to uh, explore the possibility of uh, such adoption. Right? And of course, uh, along the years, uh, the infamous uh, Elon Musk tweet about uh, the SG government not being supportive, um, the first import of the Tesla model, which incurred a $15,000 tax, um, and of course, the recent uh, budget in 2020 as well as 2021 uh, on the government's uh, uh, initiative uh, to adopt electric vehicles. Okay, so there's there's that thing of, you know, the government policy and infrastructure versus motorists like you and I and our interest to adopt EVs. So it, I think it both had to come together and it's it's starting to come together in 2021. The Minister for Transport in this year's budget announced two significant things to the motoring community. One, a lowering of taxes for mass market electric vehicles. And two, plans to add charging stations around Singapore. So with those two things in place, you know, and they were our two big complaints, right? High taxes on the cars and not enough charging points. Now they're going to fix that. What do Singaporean motorists think of these announcements? Yes, uh, so for motorists, uh, we actually conducted a survey um, through our motorist uh, community, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, seventy seventy-three percent uh, are in favor of the government to adopt uh, EVs here. Right. And uh, out of our respondents as well, eighty-four uh, percent are actually concerned about the charging points. Sixty-seven um, percent of them are actually concerned about the EV prices, uh, which uh, of which the government actually. Uh, are targeting to address, right, through the uh, building of uh, more charging uh, points, mm-hmm. as well as uh, uh, initiatives to lower the cost of uh, EV here in Singapore. Right. Now, one of those costs was the taxes, but that is not the end-all and be-all. I've also spoken to car manufacturers themselves, and they're saying, you know, it's a chicken and egg thing. The more people yes. buy EVs, the lower they can make the price of the EVs. So, you know, it's like, but which comes first? More people buying the cars at a higher rate or at a higher price or the car manufacturers bringing down the price in the first place to make them more, um, I guess, more appealing. So that is a, is, that is a question that, that um, has yet to be answered, shall we say. 
So you're saying that if the if the the right details align, more charging points, um, EVs becoming more cost effective, then about up to eighty four percent of Singaporeans might actually consider buying an EV. Is that what your survey is showing? Um, actually, yes, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so in our survey, actually, we showed uh, that uh, our respondents have uh, a few concerns and charging stations, starting charging points was uh, one of those concerns. EV prices were also one of those concerns. Um, current, as of current, um, true motorist survey is that uh, 68%, sorry, 40% uh, are actually willing to change as of now. As right? of now. Um, t- correct. And uh, 28% are actually still on the fence on uh, whether they should uh, change uh, to the EV, right? And I agree with you that uh, it was a, usually for new initiatives, uh, it's always a chicken and egg kind of thing where you need to uh, balance between uh, the supply and demand. Right. And I believe the government is uh, coming in to help uh, facilitate uh, this uh, uh, adoption. Right. Okay. So that's 40% who are willing to make the change now based on the current announcements. What did you say, 24% are on the fence? 28%. 28% are on the fence. So that is 68% that might actually go out and buy an EV. There's still quite a lot of us that are like, "Mm, (laughs) maybe not. (laughs) Correct, correct. Um, And I think mainly due to the prices, uh, to be honest, right? Uh, Currently, uh, EV models are still selling at a premium uh, right now. So like you mentioned, uh, car manufacturers uh, are not... uh, willing to pull down the prices of yet. Right. So once they do, then perhaps that adoption rate would be even higher as you do yes. more surveys in the future? I would think so. All right. We're speaking with Fu Chuan Ren, Eugene, Chief Operating Officer at Motorist. Now, how can we encourage, I suppose this would be the question, a greater adoption of electric vehicles by Singaporean motorists? Because after all, it is good for our environment, right? So how can... Yes. What are, at motorists, what are your opinions? What do you think uh, needs to be done to get more motorists to buy in? Um, yeah, so I think more can be done uh, from the government side. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I mentioned, uh, as of now, I believe uh, EV prices are still the main, uh, uh, one of the main concerns uh, that uh, motorists have, mm-hmm. um, as well as the availability of the charging points um, as well. Of course, uh, the government already has uh, mentioned that they are committed to um, uh, providing more uh, charging points uh, throughout Singapore, um, as well as the those initiative to lower the EV prices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think along the next couple of years, uh, the government can actually uh, review how the adoption rate is like and probably uh, amend them uh, accordingly. I think uh, it could be similar to how previously uh, CNG was uh, uh adopted earlier so they actually had some sort of advancement uh, enhancement through the initiatives along the way right so you're saying over the next few years the ministry of transport needs to be looking at the adoption rate and and maybe tweak some of those policies or accelerate some of those policies to encourage more people to buy in yes oh you know that makes perfect sense how does this affect diesel cars and diesel car ownership do you think yeah, so I think if uh, more motorists are actually uh, willing to convert to electric vehicles, so naturally uh, uh, diesel cars will also be uh, dropping 
and also through the uh, green initiative uh, from the government, they are hoping to reduce and also hopefully phase out uh, petrol cars and diesel cars um, in the next uh, decade or so. Right. It'll be interesting. I have a perfect wall. I I won't share it with you today. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about it. Oh, you heard Uh, about it, did you? Yes. I believe it was a the mass market. It's an EV, yep. and then the the high uh, performance cars. Who, yeah, <laughs> people who can afford it will go for the. Uh, Or at least the people who can afford to rent it for a weekend. You know, I don't ever want to own a Lamborghini, but I'd like to be able to Mm -hmm. drive it once in a while. (laughs) I see. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can. can, Right. You never. You you don't. You don't want to have all the trouble of dealing with a a fine machine like that because ownership is very expensive. But you know, to be able to rent it once in a while to play with it—that's a different thing altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about you. What are motorists' initiatives to promote the government's new initiatives towards EVs? What have you done and in conversation with your subscribers? Yes, yeah, so for us here at Motorist, uh, one of our main mission actually is to help simplify vehicle ownership. Mm-hmm. And uh, through, through that, we actually uh, based it on four pillars, which is uh, buy, sell, maintain and drive. And through these pillars, we actually offer a suite of services uh, to our uh, motorists. Right. So uh, some of the feed, uh, through the survey, actually, uh, it was also a feedback that uh, motorists would like to see uh, an EV charging point located. All right. So for us, we also have a motorist app on the Play Store as well as a App Store. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the next couple of years, uh, we are also intending to uh, develop um, that feature into it. And other features will also include, like, for example, um, the comparison between the price of uh, electric versus uh, petrol, the uh, charging location, brands and types, um, the payment availability, as well as the reservations possibly for such uh, charging points, right? I suppose as as EVs get more adopted, uh, regardless of how many charging points there are, there is going to be a time where there are more EVs than there are charging points. You know, just like you when you drive up to a petrol station, you have to wait your turn to pump your gas. So yes, kind of like that. So you're talking about an app in the future that will be able to say, okay, this particular location that you're looking at doesn't have any charging points, but you can pre-book the next available... Um, charging slot is what you're saying. Yes, correct. That would be useful, especially if um, you want to leave the car there overnight. Yeah. And of course, uh, with uh, tech advancement in the electric batteries uh, that these uh, vehicles have, um, I believe there are also some that uh, have uh, removable batteries, mm-hmm. whereby you can just uh, go to the point uh, exchange and uh, move on, right? which is uh, so much more convenient. Right. Okay. Now tell us about Motorist's milestone in reaching 100,000 application users. And you can also tell us, since we're tooting your horn a little bit, about your partnership with ESO. Yes. Um, so this is actually uh, one of uh, our great achievements uh, uh, recently, yeah, uh, achieving this uh, 100,000 uh, users. So just uh, not long ago, we actually had uh, like less than, than 10,000 uh, users uh, mm-hmm. on our app, and uh, yeah, we managed to achieve this uh, 100k users. Uh, well, kudos to you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yep, and of course, uh, through this uh, partnership that we have with ASO, uh, we have that 
we have this uh, common vision to actually uh, put a, uh, give our motorists a, a reason to smile, right? And uh, through campaigns, promotion, and referrals uh, to uh, uh, facilitate or give this uh, benefit to uh, our users. Right, okay. So you've got 100,000 users now. What is the next big target, Eugene? A million? Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully, why not? Hey, you know, dream of, of, big, of achieve big, yeah. right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, you we know, have plans to uh, achieve uh, those targets definitely uh, for the next uh, couple of years. Right. Uh, well, I hope uh, I hope you do achieve it, and I hope that uh, you come back and talk more about what you're doing for your subscribers and your application users. Because I think what you're talking about, especially with supporting EVs, is going to be important as we go down that EV road. Yeah, I'll be on it. We've been speaking with Fu Chuan Ren, Eugene, Chief Operating Officer at Motorist. Eugene, thank you for the insight and the thank information. You. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. You are on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.